bang bang. This month of November or Movember, for every 1,000 plays that Welcome to the Potty gets, $100 will be going to Movember to raise money for men's health. Very important uh, that men's health isn't forgotten in all of the different things that you can donate to. Uh, you know, men's mental health specifically, we don't talk enough about it. Uh, and we don't reach out enough when we do need help and Movember does help out with that. It also helps out with things like testicular cancer and prostate cancer and things like that. So for every thousand plays, a hundred dollars would be going to Movember this month. So make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend about the show uh, and that will raise money for Movember. Um, and that way you actually don't have to donate shit because the more that the show gets listened to, Welcome to the Potty will be making a donation so you can keep money in your pocket and also be doing a good thing for Movember. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Every thousand plays this month, $100 to Movember. Welcome to the Potty is brought to you by Bung Bung Coffee, the best coffee on the market, ethically sourced premium coffee delivered to your door. Tell me a better service than that. Everyone loves coffee. Oh, let's go to the cafe. Oh, that takes time. Time is money. Bung Bung Coffee gets delivered to your door. You can get uh, ground coffee or coffee beans. And I don't know if you guys heard, but it's a medical marvel. Uh, it actually acts as a substitute for the coronavirus vaccine. You are immune to coronavirus if you drink Bung Bung Coffee. That is unsourced. Please make sure you get vaccinated. Let's start the show. Welcome to the party. Welcome to the Welcome to the party, bung bang! It's your man Clay Tron, aka the Big Boss Man, aka the Clumsy Jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the Milkman, because I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PI of podcasting, the Captain, the um, Cade Cunningham of podcasting, the number one draft pick. Uh, he will be starting. Uh, his NBA career tomorrow. Well, not career, but his first official NBA game. Or today, the day that this is released, he'll be playing. So uh, everyone keep an eye out for that. Started off with some technical difficulties, but I think the camera is now rolling. Fantastic. Um, Oh, it's been a big week. I saw a girl get arrested uh, yesterday in, in the city. I think, she, I think she may have been shoplifting. I was in my car, so I didn't actually see what happened, but... It was one of these people that you can't tell how old they are. She was about four and a half feet tall. Um, and she looked young, but she looked, she was really chirping at the cops. Like she was experienced with the cops, but she looked young. So I couldn't tell if she was like a delinquent or, um, well, juvenile delinquent or just a delinquent. But I think she was shoplifting. Uh, and like she got proper arrested. She got, I, sh- I saw him put her in the paddy wagon. So that was dope. I haven't seen someone get arrested for probably a number of years now. So that was, you know, that was my highlight of yesterday. Also watched, rewatched um, Man on Fire. Have you seen that? Denzel? Have. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I rewatched that last night. Fucking primo film. It, it's taken before taken, really. Um, 
And he's just better than Liam Neeson. Sorry, sorry, not sorry. So if you haven't seen that, that was on Netflix. You can go watch that. This isn't Clay's Reviews because we've already reviewed that. But just thought I'd let you guys know. Um, What else happened this week? Oh, so I did uh, Giggles on Wednesday night. And that was a like a Halloween uh, special night. And uh, there was all these different challenges for the comics on stage. So... And they got drawn out of a bucket. So it was all that random. So one was like, you have to do a set with porn noises playing in the background. Not even really in the background, just loudly on speakers. You got to try and get through your set with that. One was do your set in the dark. One was um, listen to music in headphones and try and do your set so you can't even like hear yourself talk. Um, one was like a heckler challenge. So like there's just someone gets nominated as the heckler for the whole set and then just like abusing you. Um, gong challenge. So some one of the crowd members gets a gong and when they don't like your jokes, they get to gong it. And if you get three gongs, you get you have to get off the stage. And I got impression. So I had to do an impression of somebody and they nominated me to do an impression of Henry Wilson, who is a local Adelaide comic. And um, he's been doing the same jokes for longer than I've been around. And I've been this, I, I, I'm, I think, two years into my stand up career, just over two years, maybe 14 months. And I know this guy's set off by heart, right? So I did it. Um, and he had to go up after me and he had no jo- I burnt all his material. <laughs> So I feel I feel like that might have been a bit of a um, stitch up by the organizer of the room. I think they might have had an idea that they were going to do that. But um, yeah, that was funny. I was like, I get all stressed out about because I'm doing new material at the moment. I get all stressed out about not remembering it. So I'm fucking like all night. I'm going through it in my head, and then I didn't even do it. I did someone else's shit. Um, which I've never practiced in my life and I knew it off by heart. So that's how much he's been doing that material. No offense, Henry. Um, that was fun. And I went to went to Motherload again yesterday, but I'd already had lunch. So I just had a young blood lager on tap. That was delicious. Oh, almost as delicious as that bung bung coffee. I heard I heard a song um by R. Kelly this week. Um, I forget what it was called. Real Talk. Have you heard it? I reckon I have. I reckon, what's it about? It's about like maybe he's he's having some female troubles and he's he's saying like um why uh I was I was no, he's talking about he's in the club or something and and he's like um why are you listening to those to those bitches anyway? <laughs> you play a little bit of it. Oh yeah, so this is <laughs> the lyrics. Do I know your friend who? <laughs> I yeah, I know this. One. Not a single word in this whole thing. Fucking. I decided rhymes. to do this shit. Uh, real talk on YouTube because. I think it's a great song, you know what I'm saying? Even though it's a lot of profanity in it, but the profanity represents uh, just how real shit gets when you arguing with your girl and shit. 
You know what I'm saying? So I did it on YouTube, but I'm going to do this shit for y'all on YouTube. This man is a sex on, pest. A He's drink. in jail. I'm going to take me a shot. Of course, we got the stogies jumping off here, so... We're going to be real, man. This I'm just going to be real. Yeah. We're just going to roll for film, and we're going to do it. He I'm doing this for fans that I know around the globe that love real talk. Girl, I wasn't... Wait a minute. Calm so, down. So this is his side of the phone call. I was at a club with who? Get the fuck. Man, you know what? Girl, I'm not about to sit up here and argue with you about who's to blame or call no names. Real talk, see, girl. Only thing I'm trying to establish with you is not who's right or who's wrong, but what's right and what's wrong. Real talk. Just because your friend <laughs> says she saw me at a club with some other bitches Sitting in VIP, smoking and drinking and kicking it Tell me, girl, did she <laughs> say there so were other funny. guys yeah, there? Stop that Did she say there were other guys there? <laughs> were there other guys there? Well, tell me this How the fuck she knew I was with them other girls then When the whole... <laughs> This man is a is a comedy genius, okay? And if you don't understand, you can you've got a I think R. Kelly is the greatest comedian of all time. Um there's no way that I don't know, bro. This man has so many songs because Trapped in the Closet is like a is like an opera. It's a hip hopper, they call it. What was that like 30 something episodes? Th- yeah, 30 episodes or something all on all on YouTube and it's I think it maybe even came out on DVD but it's a, it's an opera about all these intermingling lives and um everybody's cheating on everybody and all this and again I mean there's some rhyming in that but it's very much just he's telling a story and he's just singing but there's no rhyming and it's just fucking it's fantastic it's genius and I don't know any other artists that can paint a picture as well as uh, R. Kelly can with no rhymes. And I don't know of any um, any musicians that actually make songs that don't rhyme. I think rock and roll maybe does it a little bit more because they do more like melody and shit. But like R&B singers, rappers, you know, pop songs, it's all rhymes. And this man doesn't give a fuck about structure or... Even sticking to a melody, uh, he's the best. He's the best, and I, I just—I've I, had arguments before, but I like I don't know. I don't know how he's just like I'm going to do a whole song about one single argument. There gets to, you know what? Hit play again. He gets to a point where she wants to burn his clothes. It's fantastic. Club pack. Wait a minute. Let me finish what I've got to say. I've been with you five years and you listening to your motherfucking girlfriend. I don't know why you fuck with them old jealous no man having assholes anyway. Real talk, always accusing me of some old bullshit when I'm just trying to have a good time. Robert, you did this, kills. I heard you did that. Don't you think I got enough bullshit on my mind? Real- so in this video, they're in the studio, it looks like. Uh, which, that culture is very hip-hop culture, right? Like, hanging out in the studio while your boy's putting tracks down. I find it weird to, or hard to believe, that if your friend's an R&B artist that sings mostly about 
um, love and well, if you are more about like getting pussy and things like that, like the hang must be weird, right? Yeah, I never thought about it, but. <laughs> yeah, when you put it that way. Yeah. yeah like with all this like romantic like piano and like violin type of music playing and shit. Yeah. That's your hang. It's kind of homosexual. It's very ho- homoerotic vibes. It's like um when you know people tell me that they have, you know, sat down and watched pornography with their friends. I I don't understand that. That's very that's a no offense, that's a white boy um party to me. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> um <laughs> that's not something that I've ever been a part of. Um I was at a sleepover once uh where this guy I'm I'm not going to name him. I'm not friends with him. Um but I'm sure people know him. Uh, I was at this birthday party sleepover and he he was one year older than, than I was and the birthday boy. And he says, um, do, you guys, do you guys masturbate? Uh, we, should, we should all do it like right now. And we, like, we were all in bed in like a lounge room and he's like, you guys touching yourselves? And I was like, hey, bruh, we're not doing jerk off party. And I wasn't like, I wasn't even, I actually wasn't at the stage of my life where I was doing jerk-offs yet. And it, but I knew what it was. And I was like, we're not doing circle jerks or jerking off in the same room as a whole bunch of men. I knew I knew better before I even started to, to get to that level. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah, it was turn. Yeah. It was turn. I think I was, it wasn't the last time I saw him. I went to school with the guy, but it was definitely, I didn't see him outside of school ever again. Yeah, and that's just a wild manoeuvre. And, you know, no, apparently this guy, you know, he's not he's not an out homosexual. He doesn't present as a homosexual. He's got a girlfriend, I believe, but um, wild, wild for the night. But I'll tell you, maybe, you know, and this is getting a little bit too real here, but, you know, maybe he went through some shit as a youngster. I know his sister is a bit of a, um, you know, she's, she's a wild one as well, so... Um, you know, there could have been some, you know, some stuff going on at church or at home or something. Who knows? Um, let's get away from that talk. Let's let's press play again here. Talk. H- hold up. Didn't I just give you money to go get your hair, toes and nails done another day? Hmm. Yeah, your ass was smiling then. Real talk. <laughs> gave who some damn money? I ain't gave nobody no damn money, girl. Is you tweaking? See what your problem is. You're always running off at the mouth, telling your girls your motherfucking business. When they don't eat with us, they don't sleep with us. Besides, what they eat don't make a shit. Real talk. You call my mama and what? Girl, my mama ain't got a screen, no calls for me. Real talk and watch your mouth. Fuck me, girl. Fuck you. Shit, I'm coming home and getting my shit and getting the fuck up out of Dodge. You ain't gotta worry about me no more. And the next time your ass get horny, go fuck one of your funky ass friends. Hell, you're probably already doing that <laughs> shit anyway. You gonna burn what? Bitch, I wish you would burn my motherfucking clothes. With your trifling ass, Milton. You bogus girl, Milton. Run it back, run it back. Clothes. <laughs> 
It's so good. That is so wild. He Bitch, hit it so I wish you would burn my motherfucking clothes <laughs> with your trifling ass Milton. You bogus girl oh, from this, so this episode is definitely not going to be up for monetization on YouTube. Um, <laughs> just jacked a whole YouTube video. Um, oh, shit. But what, yeah, best comedian in the world, I think, um, to just release whole songs without rhymes is is the fucking balls on this, man. Um, everyone still, ma- well, not everyone, trans community still mad at r kelly and also you know twitter virtue signalers and all this shit are mad at did i say r kelly i meant dave Chappelle. everyone should be mad at r kelly (laughs) everyone should be very very mad at r kelly but dave Chappelle, look i've said this i'm gonna be real i'm gonna keep it short here i said this when the special first came out it's just jokes it's a comedy special comedy jokes it's all jokes um, yes, his obsession with going, you know, with only doing jokes about trans people is is very strange. I don't under, I don't quite understand. It. I think he's got better material about better shit. But it's at the end of the day, it's just still it's still just jokes. Um, the fact, did you see this video about um, the the Netflix walkout and there was like a protest and shit protesting Dave Chappelle? I haven't seen the video. They've heard about. So there was this protest where. They they're all they wanted they want the video the special pulled from Netflix and um, a few people rocked up to protest for Dave Chappelle uh, and this guy had a sign that said we like Dave or something something like that I think it was cleverer than that but something along those lines and one of the protesters broke the sign um smat like smashed the sign it was like yeah on a wooden stick. And then the guy's holding a wooden stick with no sign. And then the guy that smashed the sign says, oh, he's got a weapon. And this is, um, one, if you guys feel like you've got the right to peacefully protest, so do people that support him, right? So if, you know, in another scenario, if it was hate speech maybe it is maybe it isn't it's a comedy special it's just jokes to me right if it was real um you know black and white it's in ink it is hate speech it would be pretty wild for some people to rock up and start like supporting that that would be just um transphobic and then yeah go for it but if you hold it if the guy's holding a sign that says all trans people should die or something like that yeah, break the sign. It says, we like Dave. Come on. And this is why, this is why shit's like going backwards. We think we're progressing as a society and we're, we're, we're progressing maybe too quickly or too much, or we're, we're questioning too much. This isn't a comedy special. Isn't what the trans community needs to worry about. They need to worry about, um, you know, not not being accepted at job interviews or, uh, you know, being beat up in the streets or being actually uh, verbally abused for, you know, you might be halfway through a transition, you still look like this and someone's calling you an F word this or tranny that. 
You know, that's what you need to worry about. You don't need to worry about a comedy special. They might be worried about the normalization of of hate speech, but it's not. He's not standing there doing hate speech. He's not giving a speech like everyone should. Get. He's doing jokes about the transsexual community. I mean, sorry, transgendered community and how focused they are on limiting the speech of an orator or or a stand up comedian, and the the fact that he he's actually not. Uh, anti-women or anti-trans or any of that shit. Um, that, that There's nuance to the jokes that you're not following, right? And whether you like it or you don't like it, you're allowed not to like it. But this cancel shit, it's going, it's going too far. And what that, what that ends up doing is it, there's, there's people who don't give a fuck either way, right? They're, they're not against trans, but they're not, like fighting for trans, right? So they're just sitting there minding their own fucking business. And then they see this shit and they're like, what is wrong with these? Why are they trying to cancel a comedian? And then you're pushing them away from your cause when they weren't against it at all. So you need to fight for your rights. Yes, 100% fight for your rights and your, you know, um, your people and your culture and your gender or whatever it is, your civil rights, fight for it, do that, but focus on the shit that's actually harmful. This is this is a comedian making jokes. You know there's comedians that do black jokes, Chinese jokes, gay jokes, jokes about politicians, um, you know, jokes about killing babies, abortion. It's all jokes. And everything's cool till it gets to your people. And that's that's so backwards, is like Oh, this, this comedian's really funny because he only makes jokes about different races. But then, like, Dave Chappelle's been making jokes about white people, black people, Chinese people for 20 years. And then he gets to the LGBTQIABCD fucking people and it's a problem. And that's that's where you need to, to calm down because then you got people like R. Kelly, the best comedian in the world, Locking bitches in basements and making them shit in buckets and fucking them without consent and all this type of shit. You understand? You got Dave Chappelle making a couple jokes and then you got Bill Cosby putting quaaludes in in wine and fucking passed out women. You see how there's like a real problem here and then there's just a something you don't like over here? Fight for things that matter. Like... George Floyd getting a knee in his neck. That's a problem. But like some someone asking me my what my background is, you know, while it's a bit annoying, I'm not going to call that person a racist. It's pretty ignorant because white people don't get asked that five times a day. Five times a year even. I'm pretty sure people don't come up to white people and say, whoa, what's your background? But that's not racist they call it what they call it is covert racism i don't agree with that i don't i don't think people are trying to be racist when they do that shit i think covert racism is finding an excuse not to hire a black person based on their race but not saying it saying oh they're underqualified now that's covert racism saying to somebody oh that's a very interesting name what where that where's that from that's just annoying more than racist and that's that's where you're getting it twisted in the LGBT 
community is you're annoyed by something or you don't agree with it and you're acting like that's the end of the world, but it's not. There's people in your position that are actually getting unfairly treated and you're acting like a comedy special is the problem and it's not. And that's all I'm going to say about that from moving forward. I'm not doing any more. But it's just that's so funny that you can go to a protest and think that you're doing the right thing and then try and silence somebody else. So you're trying to silence Dave Chappelle and then you're also trying to silence a protester doing exactly the same thing as you. It's very uh, ironic um, to say the least. And that wasn't a very funny portion of the show. Let's go to close reviews. Comedy action horror. Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting like Tinker costumes. This segment is Clay's Reviews. Uh, binge. Uh, there's a new movie out, probably, it's probably uh, been out for a week, maybe two weeks, called Nobody. Have you seen it yet? No, I haven't seen it. Uh, Bob Odenkirk, so Better Call Saul. Uh, he is basically, this movie is basically John Wick and the Equalizer meshed into one. So he's like, just like John Wick, he's on the verge of, well, he, he's a retired like assassin or not assassin, what do they call him? Like a um, uh, auditor. He's a, he calls it an auditor where he, you know, takes care of problems. And he, so basically he just goes, kills people. That's a problem. And he's retired and he's just living this boring life with his um, family. His house gets broken into and um, he goes to, uh, he goes to get a little bit of revenge on this or just scare the people that broke into his house. And then um, while he's out, he's got a little taste of, of this and he gets into it with some Russians and the Russian, you know, Russian mob and all this. And then he's got to, you know, he's got to take on the whole Russian mob solo. So very similar to John Wick. And then he ends up in a warehouse, um, you know, and setting booby traps and shit, very much like the Equalizer or Home Alone. So... Um, it's, it's John Wick meets the Equalizer meets Home Alone. <laughs> um, but I fucking, I actually, even though it wasn't original at all, uh, I fucking loved it. Uh, and, and it's a very basic film, but it was, um, dude, I might be giving it a little bit, might be giving it a little bit too much juice here, but I'm hitting it with that eight, that eight out of 10. Good. Yeah, uh, I recommend it for sure. Action comedy, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Action comedy type of vibes, um, and it, yeah, I mean it was shot well. It had cool stunts. Um, there was I, uh, I won't, um, I won't ruin unless it says it right here on the page. Yeah, it does. Uh, the RZA from Wu Tang's in it. And um, he makes an appearance. He's mostly a voice, but he makes an appearance later in the film. Um, and he has a great triple headshot kill. One one shot, three heads. Uh, so that that made me... The new Call of Duty comes out next week and I'm going to buy it now because I watched this. Eight out of ten. Nobody. And that's it. That's Clay's Reviews this week. Uh, let's... Yeah, let's go to sports. <laughs> I need to edit that. There's a little bit of lag on that. I need to 
That wasn't bored, man, you guys. Uh, that was the, um, the sound bite. But um, where's my papers here? So update uh, in the in the battle for divorce, Dad's Day. Um, the score is now six five my way. Six five my way. So Lavelle had seventy sixes to beat OKC. Uh, and got that. He had Mavs to beat Houston and got that. He had Lakers to beat OKC, uh, which they didn't. And Russ got ejected, being trying to be a fake tough guy. And Phoenix to beat Sacramento, which they didn't. Harrison Bar- was that the one? Harrison Barnes buzzer beater. Yeah, I think so. Yep. Uh, and I had Atlanta to beat Cleveland, which they didn't. Which is nuts. Uh, Boston to beat Houston, which they did. Milwaukee to beat Indiana, which they did. And Atlanta to beat Detroit which they did. So uh, five to Lavelle, six to me so far this season. Um, let's make our let's uh, make our choices for, for this week. Uh, I'll go first this week. Um, do we have like a – okay, okay, let me see. So what, what's this, the 30th? That's today. Uh, let's go, yeah, uh, tomorrow. Okay. Boston at Washington. Um, Orlando at Detroit. Maybe I'll take uh, New York at New Orleans. Toronto at Indiana. Atlanta at Philly. Utah at Chicago. Miami at Memphis. Milwaukee at San Antonio. No, San Antonio at Milwaukee. Oh, I got to take Milwaukee over the Spurs. That'll be my first one. Uh, um, I'm gonna go with Golden State over OKC that day. All right, next. Um. Hmm. Oh shit! Let me take Brooklyn over Detroit. Uh, I'm gonna back the Lakers again to get up over Houston. All right. Um. Um. Dead air. So let's. I'll just talk my way through this. Uh, Portland at Philly. Portland at Philly. Washington at Atlanta. I might take Atlanta. I might take that one. But that's so they're playing twice this week. So I'll have to just make sure I say on the second. So Atlanta over Washington on the second. I'm going to go with Indiana over the Spurs that day. Uh, Indiana. I do like that. Um, I do like that pick. I was looking at that one. Um, oh, shit. I'll take Milwaukee and Detroit. Go Utah over Sacramento. 
All right, so I've got Milwaukee over the Spurs, Brooklyn over Detroit, Atlanta over Washington, Milwaukee over Detroit. So I've got Detroit losing twice in the same week, which, um, you know, they've got Cade Cunningham. Like I said earlier in the show, he's he's playing uh, starting tomorrow. So I don't know. I don't I, like I said. I've got Detroit. Minus 24.5 this season. So uh, I'm, I'll probably be betting against them pretty regularly. And Lavelle's got, or Boardman's got, uh, Golden State over OKC, Lakers over Houston, Indiana over the Spurs, and Utah over Sacramento. Um, so we'll see how we go this week. Still neck and neck, but I'm, I did I did get up a game this week, which was nice. I, wasn't, I actually wasn't heaps confident in my picks. Um, last week, so nice one. Uh, and we have to go through. Do I have? I think I got some blanks here. We have to go through our M, uh, NBA awards. So uh, we got most improved MVP, defensive player of the year, rookie of the year, coach of the year, uh, six man of the year. Is that it? Sorry, just go through that again. Most improved, MVP, defensive player, rookie of the year, coach of the year, sixth man. Yeah, I think that'll do. Yep. yep. All right. Um, for for uh, most improved player, I... I did say I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with what I said. Uh, from the first few games this season, I, I don't really think it's gonna go this way. But I was thinking Mitch Robinson from New York. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm thinking after seeing these first few games, I reckon Ja Morant. Yeah. Like fuck he's yeah. Taking a bit of a leap this year. Good to see if he can keep it up. If he keeps this up, he might get fucking MVP. Uh, my MVP uh, was Jason Tatum. Uh, I'm going with Luka Doncic. You're going with Luka. And shit. The way Curry's playing, he might fucking have another run at it too. Uh, defensive player of the year, I was going to go again with um, Rudy. Yeah. Okay. Um, going with Bam Adebayo. Bam? Rookie of the year, I was going with Cade Cunningham, but after seeing um, Jalen Green this start of the season, he's looking unreal, but yeah. I'm, I'm going to stay with Cade. I was thinking Jalen earlier, but now I'm thinking Evan Mobley. From Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen a little bit of game footage, but pretty impressed with the yeah. scores so far. He's looking good. So you want Mobley? Yeah. We haven't agreed on any of these. Coach of the year. Um... I can comfortably say it's not going to be Jason Kidd or uh, Chauncey Billups. That, yeah. <laughs> that's probably my two my two anti picks. Um, the way the Bulls are going at the moment, uh, I feel like it could be. I don't even know who our coach is. Do you know who the Bulls coach is? I don't know, but Bulls got a tough run coming up now. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah they do. Um, and you know, I like Tom Thibodeau, and I like what. 
the Knicks are doing so far. Um, I like what's his name played for the Supersonics, coaches Atlanta. Nate McMillan. I like him. Uh, you've got, I mean, Spolster still coaches yeah. Miami, right? That was going to be my pick. Spolster is going to be up there and um, probably uh, Budenholzer again is going to be up there. Um, I don't know... I don't know much outside outside of those coaches. I'm not really sure if there's much competition. Joking, Quinn Snyder's got a chance. Who's he? He's the Utah coach. Yes. Yeah, I do. Um, oh, and then you've got Steve Kerr. If if Golden State bounce back, yeah, if they can get like a top four out west, then he's got a decent chance. Yeah. Um. What I'm going to do is uh, I'll have to – maybe I'll get you to Google the name of the Bulls coach. That's who I'll take. You want Spo? Yes, please. Is it Eric, just E-R-I-C? Uh, I don't know if it's a C or a K. Spolstra. How, how's Spolstra easier to spell than Eric? No. <laughs> oh, oh, Billy Donovan. Old, old Thunder coach. Yeah. All right, so, uh, and then six man of the year, I was looking at um, Jordan Clarkson running it back. Yeah, that's one we agree on. Yep. Clarkson. Um, you know, it'd be a beautiful thing to see uh, D-Rose get it, but he's just... Clarkson's just younger and probably has a bit more in the tank. Um, and then, um, is is Russ coming off the bench? Westbrook. Yeah. Nah. No. No. Nah. Not yet. Anyway. If he plays, if he comes off the bench enough this season, if he accepts that as a role, because the last couple of games he's clearly better without LeBron on the floor. So if he comes in the second unit. He could he could end up being sixth man of the year if he accepts that as a role. I, I just can't see him accepting that either. I think he might play like staggered minutes with LeBron, but yeah. I feel like he's just gonna want to be the starter. Yeah. Um. Maybe they take LeBron's older. Maybe they take LeBron out earlier and then they stagger it or something. Like, but yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna pick him for sixth man of the year. If if he was a sixth man, he'd definitely have a shot at it. Yeah. But I don't think he accepts that. Is is Melo starting? Don't think so. No, he's. I mean, he's he's not getting it. Jordan Clarkson. So that's our only one we agree on. Interesting, interesting. Um, it'll be interesting actually. To, there's a lot of talent in all of these areas. I think defensive player of the year is the only one that really has like standouts. I think the only one, the only other one, maybe out of anyone, would be, um, uh, what's his name from Cleveland, um, Jared Allen. Jared Allen. Uh, possibly could be could be up there just because of blocks. Um, but everything else, oh, rookie of the year as well. There's only really those three. I wouldn't pick anyone else really to be in the running. 
Early days. Josh Giddy's looking alright. He is. He is. Um But yeah, MVP, there's there's a bunch of other players outside what we've picked that could that could pick it up. You know, Giannis, LeBron could fucking just somehow get it Jokic. to happen. Jokic again. Curry. You know, Paul Paul George is in the fucking conversation every single year. KD. KD. MVP is sort of up for the taking. I don't feel confident in any of these. Except for probably Brody, defensive player of the year. Yeah. And Jordan Clarkson yeah. is a pretty pretty good pick, I think. But um, I wouldn't be ta- I wouldn't be telling people to put money on any of this. <laughs> I'm not touching any of it. Yeah. What else have we got here today? Oh, let's get let's get some poor posture happening. It's been a while. Poor posture. So first tab there. There'll be some emails. Poor posture. First one's coming in from Ryan. Thank you for writing in, Ryan. Uh, Florida couple accused of brutally beating boy, 12 years old, then leaving him in laundry room to die. In a recorded phone call obtained by police, Jason Godleski told told a family member, we hit him too hard in the face and the back of the head. And there's a cute picture of the kid who needs braces. Oh, that was fucked up. <laughs> a Florida couple is accused of beating a 12-year-old boy and locking him in the laundry room where he was left to die. Jason Godleski, 33, is behind bars in Brevard County Jail, facing charges of manslaughter of a child and failure to report a death, according to jail records. Godleski was arrested on October 26th, four days after he walked into the Palm Bay Police Department and reported his son's death. According to Police Chief Nelson Moyer, Godleski went to police to report that his son Noah had died in his sleep. Yeah, somehow he was asleep all night and the back of his head got bashed in, you dumb cunt. However, when officers arrived at Godleski's home, they found Noah dead in the residence's laundry room. Moyer said at a press conference on Thursday that the boy's body showed obvious forms of trauma, evidence of trauma, and more disturbingly, he had been there for some time. Godleski invoked his right to remain silent and refused to cooperate with police, Moyer said. When investigators learned Godleski had three other young children with his girlfriend, Samariel Dubois, no, Dubosi, Dubose, they immediately went, went to work relocating them. That's real sicko shit. And this is, it's always people with multiple kids that do shit like this. You know? What's his name? Jared? Jason. Jason's posture is real fucked up. And he's, dude, he's he's going away for a long time. And you know what they do with guys like you. <sighs> bro, your posture, they're going to have you bent over a fucking toilet seat, bro. Give you that good wood. That real backdoor action. Uh, yep, we're not having a, <laughs> we're not having a fucking um, YouTube episode this week. <laughs> too many technical difficulties um less work for me which is nice um yeah nah nah real real sicko shit um i i don't i i don't know i don't really have jokes i can make about um this because it's just too sick 
this guy killed a kid, his own son. And he's got three other kids that have to now live with people who's not their parents because their parents are so fucked up. God. People, you know, there's good people out there though that, um, you know, can't have their own kids that, that take care of kids like this. But you know what else? The, you know, let's get real dark. The amount of abuse in the foster system is just fucking through the roof. So good luck to these kids. I mean, you know, they're going to get abused in their own home regardless, aren't they? So may as well roll the dice. Uh, let's go next one, whoever that's from. Uh, Peter. Peter, Peter, Dick Beater. We've had we've had a Peter write in before. Uh, Kentucky High School show uh, staff members got lap, lap dances from students. Photos of Peter show. Now there's no photos. Uh, I saw some of this shit on Twitter. Yeah. Did you see any photos? I did. You did. Yeah. Yeah. So I haven't seen any photos, but I've heard about this. So this is so wild. I heard these kids were wearing like Hooters outfits and shit. It was it was guys. It was all what I saw was just male students wearing like bikinis and shit like that and lap dancing on the male teachers. So who's the sicko here then? Man pageant. I don't even know what a man pageant is. It sounds, you know, sounds like some real, you know, sitting in the studio on R&B day type of shit. Uh, Man pageant. So these guys guys are dressed up as Hooters workers dancing on their teachers. Now, I don't know if it's Mardi Gras or something in eastern Kentucky, but that's some real... Real inappropriate shit. High school. This is high school. Now, high school seems to be changing, at least in the US anyway, because when I went to school, I don't know about you, board man, but I didn't fuck any of my teachers and I didn't give any of them lap dances. No, me neither. I didn't get a... I didn't even have a hot teacher. Do we have a hot teacher at our whole school? Uh, no, I don't think so. Mr. Eaton Thomas, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> Um, there was no hot female, t- like not a single teacher could have approached me and even tempted me. Maybe a few male, Mr. Eaton Thomas. Um, what was the substitute teacher's name that we love with the weird shirts? Oh, fuck. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> St. Clair Johnson. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe him. Um, maybe those guys I would have maybe, you know, had a couple of inappropriate beers with, but I don't know about, you know, I know a number of educators that are absolute hotties. You know, we went to school with them. Where where were these kind of chicks when we were in school? I would have definitely, I would have been begging for them to put their careers on the line for me, bro. If there was any teachers that looked like that my god but yeah now there's you know now everybody like in america especially like all these teachers are fucking their students and um you know consensually but it's still uh what's it called statutory rape because they're minors wild shit um and then you know man pageants i've just skimmed ahead in this article and i remember like reading this online the other day but the um the principal is also the mayor of the town. That's lit. Um, it must be a small town. You can't be... That's a double job. So he's getting... He must be getting paid. I don't know. 
and his his nickname's Happy. Hazard High, dude, it's called Hazard High School. My God, Hazard High School principal Donald Happy Mobellini, and Mobellini, Happy Mobellini is fucking predatory if I've ever heard it. I've never, I've never even considered, never even considered leaving my child with someone with the surname Mobellini. There's just no fucking way. That sounds like it would tempt a, a young boy. It sounds like a, it does sound like a meal. It sounds like a happy meal, but like a, like a, like in Italy, like if there's a McDonald's in Italy. <laughs> I don't, yeah, this guy shouldn't be, he's also the mayor. Yeah, this guy shouldn't be the man. Did he have to... Um, Dude, the closest thing to man pageant we had was... Um, uh, casual day. Like, mock-up day, maybe. Mock-up day, year 12? Yeah. Yeah, I still did, like... I didn't I didn't do that, but some dudes rocked up wearing dresses and... Yeah. That was the closest we ever got. We had mock up day on a Friday, and that used to be when, when we played basketball was Friday nights, so I couldn't do much of the fun stuff. So I was just in school clothes, and actually a teacher tried to kick me off school, saying that I was making a ruckus, and I was like, I'm the only one that's not. I'm also the only one that's black, so you are a racist. And, um, yeah, we put in a complaint. Me and my mum put in a complaint actually about that because I was fucked up. All my, all my white friends are like fucking drunk and like throwing shit and I get asked to fucking get off campus. That was, that was wild. And that was, um, we won't say his name because we know his son, but the, they called him Shifty. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of pedos. Anyway, <laughs> um, thanks, Peter, for sending it. Yeah, oh, the whole, I'd say, yeah, Happy Mobellini is definitely, you know, his posture is real foul looking. He's he's definitely got scoliosis, should get a, you know, referral to a neurologist or something and really get his um, spine looked at. He looks like, you know, he looks like a candy cane. He's all bent out of shape. He looks like a silly straw. That's what he looks like. Uh, Happy Mobellini. Get him out of there. Get him out of there. He can't be the mayor because he'd be get pardoning everybody. I think only president can pardon people, but this guy's definitely part of some sort of, you know, Epstein-esque operation. Mobellini. Should have known. Shout out to Trey Songs. Yeah. That's got to be a drop. I'm going to get that. <laughs> um, all right, let's go to listen to this fuck shit. Uh, this one's coming in from a man named Kane. Rise in teen girls with tick-like behaviours could be linked to TikTok, doctors say. And I did read something about this earlier this week, uh, and I believe... Um, people, uh, hold on, let's, let's see if I, before, cause I did read this, but I don't, I can't really remember how it's a rise in teen girls developing tick like behaviors could be linked to TikTok, along with the increase in anxiety, depression, resulting in symptoms similar to Tourette's syndrome. 
In a study published in the August issue of the journal Movement Disorders, researchers said that when they began interviewing patients, many reported that the behaviours began after watching videos on platforms like TikTok and YouTube showing persons allegedly having Tourette syndrome. However, many of these videos show movement and vocalizations not typically present in Tourette's syndrome, including predominantly complex, variable, and often continuous movements and elaborated and variable swearing and offensive phrases. Okay, so basically, this is, this is the way I interpret that, is people are watching TikTok and YouTube and uh, Instagram and finding that oh wow these people are much more interesting than me i'm a fucking boring cunt so i need to figure something out about myself to be more interesting how about i pretend now that i've got ticks like not not the itchy little animal but the you know thing you know like mm, mm, fuck yeah can't you know um and that yeah people are pre- basically putting this behavior on this is a behavioral disorder it's not disorder okay doctors are really letting people get away with this shit this is people acting like fucking idiots people wanting likes wanting exposure people trying hard remember um this is like the new um jesus christ i'm retarded what is that word it's not even a hard word to find Allergy. This is like a new allergy. Remember, people, everyone was like allergic to something for a while there because it made them more interesting. That's what this shit is. Oh, oh, I'm allergic to oranges. Oh, get it away from me. That's what this shit is. is I'm so boring. Look at me. I've got, I can't, I can't fucking stop doing this fucking stupid shit. It's like um, a lot of people who don't have autism, no, like say that, Oh yeah, I've got. I'm autistic. Well, like I'm not diagnosed, but I know I am. You're a fucking idiot, mate. That's all you are. If you haven't been, di- anyone who self-diagnoses shit is a fucking clown, bro. Mental health, <laughs> bro. All the, there's people walking around talking about anxiety and depression and shit. Oh yeah, yeah. I've like I've got really bad anxiety. Oh shit, like what it like. What are you doing about it? Like, do you have a psychologist? Do you, do you see GP? Do you have any medication? Oh, no, like, like I haven't been diagnosed, but, like, I've just got it for sure. Kill yourself, bruh. What the fuck is wrong with you? You're not interesting. You're boring and you're trying hard to have something. Dude, don't make your medical conditions your personality, okay? Just like you shouldn't make your gender your personality. Be somebody or don't. Be fucking boring like tom hanks this fucking guy the only fucking character he can play is the just the good guy do you know how dark that is this guy has got a body count for sure bro this guy tom hanks is so boring i can't i cannot trust him why don't you just embrace the boring and become you know a a real a superstar garth brooks why don't you just be like garth brooks and be so boring that you just tour in in stadiums this guy do you know garth brooks is he's a country singer and he goes on tour around america he's american like just stadiums like the adelaide oval and you know all that shit not even not arenas stadiums that's what he tours around 
just making bread. And he's just the most boring cunt of all time. His music sucks. <laughs> and you know what? He doesn't have fucking ter- fake Tourette's, you idiots. This really is some, some fuck shit, bro. The study notes that the videos which uh, are posted by young people all over the world and have millions of views but are not verified by experts may trigger tick-like behaviours in susceptible individuals. No! That is... We need to do more research on this. This is not being caused by videos. This is being caused by the desire to be interesting. There's too many people out there that are allowed to walk around and, and get... Dude, there is currency in being different. Yes. There was a period of time where, you know, black people were not desired, okay? And then everybody found out Brad and Ange fucking, you know, adopted a black baby and everyone was like, fuck, black babies are cute. Now black guys are cool because I want a black baby inside me. And black guys became hot property for about a decade. And I... Fucking, that was a very lucrative decade for me. But we've moved on from black people and now it's fucking medical ailments is the dope shit. (laughs) And we need to stop it. We need to stop it. This is not dope. When the data was analyzed, 270 patients were found to have primary tick disorder and 20 patients were found to have rapid rapid onset functionality tick-like behaviors or FTLBs. No, there's no rapid onset. It is, I need to find something that makes me interesting so I can get more likes and more followers because I don't want to work a real job. That's all this is. Don't get a doctor in there. Get a psychologist in there to do this study. Doctors are always looking to to characterize and diagnose. No, you are... You've been medically diagnosed as a boring fuck and you, 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 you're you desperate to have something, something that adds to your character. What you need to do is take a handful of Xanax and get real relaxed while you're on the top of a skyscraper and see if you can walk off the edge without any fear. See how that feels. It'd be better for the rest of us. Others had complex hand and arm movements like clapping, pointing, or throwing. Hey, yo. (laughs) (laughs) And some exhibited behavior where they would hit or bang parts of their butt. Hey, yo. This is is just. Dude, this isn't Tourette syndrome. This is is Down syndrome. This is just this is just people who aren't very good at thinking, okay? They have no creativity. You know, you you can either make a good video that goes viral or you can you can come up with, with a fake neurological disease and and see if people feel sorry for you or or that makes you more. fuck shit. Yep. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Kane. Now I'm pissed. Who's next? They're going to get it. Carla, thank you, Carla. Let's see what you got for us. Someone someone for me to hate. Student athlete, 20, dies after hot dog eating contest at charity fundraiser. Beyond heartbroken. Serves you right. Let's see what she looks like. 
She looks like she can down a hot dog. <laughs> she's got a she's got a noggin on her. That's all I'm saying. She looks like a student athlete. She plays field hockey, lacrosse. 20-year-old junior who played for the Tufts women's lacrosse team died following a Saturday event at an off-campus private rental property in Somerville where the house's rev- residents were holding a fundraiser for charity, according to a message sent by the school on Monday and obtained by People. People magazine, I guess that is. Um, scroll down. The student choked while participating in a hot a charity hot dog eating contest. And that's not, you know, that's not like a college student to <laughs> choke on a, you know, something shaped like a hot dog. Um, I've never seen more deep throat happen than college, to be honest. Um, according to the Rockland Westchester Journal News, the competition was held as a part of a Play for Pink event for breast cancer awareness. So this is for women just demeaning themselves, shoving hot dogs down their throats, and this woman died of it. <laughs> Honestly, can I can I say that I feel sorry for this chick? Not really. Not really. Even if you survive a hot dog eating contest, you're essentially committing suicide. You shouldn't eat more than one hot dog at a time, ever. Especially whole. Have you ever seen this shit? They just swallow. They, they, they've got a thing of water here and a hot dog. It's disgusting. Oh, what's his name? He's famous. He's won like five or ten hot dog eating contests. And they, you know, they put him on ESPN like he's an athlete. He's a pathetic guy. You know how fucking sad you got to be to figure out how good you are at eating hot dogs? It's disgusting. Dude, I was listening to the Hamish and Andy podcast and they have this thing where they have um, people with special skills right in. And this guy said, oh yeah, my special skill is eating a McDonald's cheeseburger in one bite. Kill yourself, bro. What the fuck is wrong with you? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Good God. People are out here really just tr- like trying to die. I, I, like... Dude, I, you know, I'm not the most healthiest eater, but I, and I'll have a hot dog every now and then, but I'll, I'll have it in, you know, 20 bites. And I'll also have one, maybe two a year. So, yeah, when you swallow a hot dog whole, yeah, let's see, let's see this picture of her. She'll be smiling, you know. 20 years old. You know, and that's why, you know, I don't think you should have to go to college until you're 28. I think you should have, your brain should be working properly before you go to college and start making decisions of who to fuck and how many hot dogs to eat. It's a problem. We're not ready. We're not ready as as human beings to be in that environment, away from our parents. And I, I know all the parents out there are going to be angry when I say you shouldn't be getting rid of your kid when they're 18. It should be probably closer to 30, to be honest, because we're all idiots. This chick thought that she could just smash some hot dogs and it was for charity. It was in a private rental. That's where you're doing that's where you're doing charity events. A charity event should be at a convention center. You're doing it at a private rental? Yeah, it was probably probably wasn't even cooked. You're gonna die regardless of if you choked on it or not. This is what you get. Sorry. That's what you get. That's what you get. I forgot what got me in such a mood. Oh, the ticks, the ticked. Oh, I've got a disease because I watch too much TikTok. Jesus Christ. 
people are dying from coronavirus. And then people are like, oh, TikTok infected me. You got a fucking, you got a computer virus in your real body and you're worried about the vaccine. You're fucking retarded, bro. My God. Um, advice. We that need to no move problem. Lonzo. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. This one's coming in from Nick. <laughs> Would it be rude to get a shower at 2.40 in the morning? And I think you mean have a shower, take a shower. Get a shower sounds like you're installing it. But let's see. Dr. Boss Man, I'm withdrawing from heroin. Jesus Christ, what does this say about my fucking listeners? I'm withdrawing from heroin. I need a shower to help me with the sweats. I literally have spent about four hours total today in the shower. The problem is my shower is against my neighbor's wall. Do you think it would be an issue if I sat in the shower for 30 minutes or so? Bung, bung. Take the fucking shower, guys. Your house. Fuck your neighbor. Dude, you can do what you want in your house. I would probably steer clear of heroin, but do you can take a shower whenever you want to take a shower, even if you live in an apartment building. Who gives a fuck? Like, don't play the drums. Have a shower. Have the shower, bruh. That, that was easy. Mary. Mary, I found out that the guy I'm dating is my second cousin. Easy. Stop dating him. But let's see what you've got to say, you sicko. Um, started dating this guy a month or two ago. Everything is absolutely great. We get along so well. We have a lot in common. Sex is great. Oh, God. Our conversations never get boring. You get the idea. Yeah, you've got a lot in common, even family. You're disgusting. I've dated a couple of guys during the years, which led to nothing, but this one is different. I really see a future with him. Okay, you want me to justify your disgusting decisions, Mary? He came over to my place yesterday and said that he had something he wanted to tell me and that he wasn't sure how I was going to take it. He said that he told his dad and sister that we had that he had met someone. Of course, they asked him who I was and he told them. Come to find out, my dad and his dad are cousins, making us second cousins. We, are, we share a great-grandparent. And that's, she's written this with, um, so this sentence here, my dad and his dad are cousins making us second cousins. We share a great grandparent. She's written that with asterisks, like pay attention to this because this might be my way out. And I'll tell you what, I share a great grandparent with some other people in my family who I'd never fuck. Okay, Mary, think about that. This information blew my mind. I wasn't sure how I was going to react. What are the fucking odds? My dad and his dad aren't close at all. They don't even remember meeting each other. So the guy I'm dating and I haven't known each other since childhood or anything like that. We didn't even know about each other's existence until we started seeing each other. I asked him what his family thought about it and they didn't care. Are you from Kentucky? Do you go to Hazard High School? They didn't care either. Um, I can't see myself leaving this guy, but I'll be lying if I told you that this situation doesn't freak me out in the slightest lol. So is it weird if we continue seeing each other, even though we're related? I don't know. How about you read that last sentence to yourself, Mary? How about that? Are you, are you fucking kidding me? Let's just, I'll just repeat it for you. Is it weird if we continue, if we continue seeing each other, even though we're related get your life together do you know how many you know when you get broken up with they say to try and make you feel better oh there's you know plenty of other fish in the sea well 
there's so many more people in this world other than your fucking cousin. I don't care whether it's your second, third, fourth, or fifth cousin. You don't need it. You're not royalty. You're not trying to continue a bloodline. Get the fuck out. I guarantee you will meet someone else. Every time I've been broken up with, I'm like, oh, she was the one. I'll never find someone else. Three weeks later, I'm like, this is the one, boys. Get the fuck out of there. You're disgusting. Sorry. This one's coming in from Wayne. Oh, God. People. You write into a podcast to try and... So that so oh you know maybe it's not that bad. Choose another podcast if that's if that's the feedback you want. We're not on no sicko shit over here. You fuck it, your cousin. Uh, I don't know. I was about to say I fuck it, your face, but that's just no. I don't. Now that I know that about you, I feel like I'm related to you, and I I wouldn't even go near you. So maybe you have to stay with. It. If you do move on to someone else, don't tell them that you used to date your cousin. Pretend this relationship never happened. I wouldn't be saying, oh, that's my ex-boyfriend. Or like, who? who? That over there in your family portrait. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking foul, Mary. Sorry. And I know, you know, the the chances of having retarded kids or whatever, like they decrease the further down you get in the bloodline, but it's still increased from a stranger. Just get with a stranger. Not, you know, not like a straight, like, don't just like pull over and, you know, pick up a hitchhiker, but, you know, date someone that's not, you know, at the family reunion. It's not that hard. Surely you've got other events in your life. Maybe someone from work, you date someone from work, even though that's really not allowed anymore. You know, maybe you've got some friends that you're pretty close with that you could pursue a romantic engagement with. Family? Everything on the list is more appropriate than family. Why don't you start writing to someone in prison? Uh, that would be more appropriate. Um, you know, there's Tinder, Hinge, Bumble. You can meet people online. You can literally go to a library and approach someone on a computer that is most likely not your cousin. Coffee shop. <laughs> How many examples do you need? You don't need to date family. Sorry, sorry, Wayne. I got distracted by Mary's disgusting thing. Um, I need to write a five-page college essay about food from my culture, but I'm 100% white American. Let me tell you this, Wayne, before I get into the body of this email, there's no such thing as 100% white American. Your descendants are from Europe if you're white. The only uh, real Americans, okay, are... um, uh, what we call Native Americans who are not white. So you do have a culture behind you. No one's ever asked you about it because you're white. Um, only me and board man get asked that at least. At the very minimum, I get asked that once a week just because of my name alone. So I've, over the phone, oh, that name's so interesting. Where's it from? But if they see me in the flesh, where are you from? What's your background? Because I'm, you know, caramel. So they probably don't say it to darkies because it's just clearly Africa. But like, for me, they want me to say like Filipino or something like that. But (laughs) I don't know. It's wild. And no one's ever asked you where you're from. But you're not from America, mate. You're, if you're white American, you are, you know, a settler from Europe. Where's, I don't know where Christopher Columbus was from. Spain, I think. 
So you you could be a Spaniard. There's a lot of Polish, Irish in America. You could be German. German people are white. You could have some, you know, some of that Hitler in you. you so, you know, if you're German, you could be, you could talk about sausages. And you could talk, you could even talk about the girl that died from sausage. You could talk about that. You could, um, if you truly don't know any of your history, you could go on um, Ancestry.com. Oh, you know what? I haven't even read your email yet. Milkman. I don't really have a food from my culture. I'm not really sure what to say. I don't, I didn't have an Italian mom that taught me how to make pasta or anything like that. The exact words from the assignment are describe your connection to your cultural history through food. I don't know what to tell you, man. I was raised on hot pockets and lunchables. Oh, you're white trash. <laughs> why don't you, dude, why don't you, um, why don't you talk about being white trash? Why don't you talk about living at a trailer park and eating only Lunchables and Hot Pockets. Microwave foods only. I hope this doesn't sound insensitive or offended by, or I hope this doesn't sound insensitive or offended any of your listeners in any way. I just genuinely don't know what to do. Bung, bung. Well, if you've been listening to this point, Wayne, I think I've offended most groups so far today, so I wouldn't be too concerned. But um, why don't you talk about like, <clears throat> like a major food manufacturer like um who does hot pockets um google yeah google hot pockets let's see who who does them you look nestle why don't you talk about nestle as your cultural food that would one be hilarious and two unique no one else would do that everyone's gonna, yeah like you said italian people are gonna be talking about pasta people are gonna talk about um you know what are other you know spanish they'll be talking about um paella um yeah dude why don't you talk about nestle hot pockets and and lunchables dude and also have a chat to your parents about um you know maybe if they do choose to have more children maybe raising them right <laughs> um one more one more and this one's coming from travis teacher used my private essay about a life experience to warn my girlfriend's parents about me and this already seems illegal i don't know if there's like teacher student privilege but anyway let's keep going hey boss man big fan of the show i'm not really sure how to react to what's happening at the moment. In a mandatory essay, our teacher requested that we write about a formative life experience. As as a senior in high school, I don't have many genuinely meaningful things to, worry, to write about. So I went on to chronicle my struggles with bullying from peers being cheated on by a girlfriend of one year and subsequently falling into heavy alcohol consumption and weed. So before that sentence, <laughs> you had a sentence that said, I don't have many genuinely meaningful things to write about. So just bullying, being cheated on, and alcohol use. And <laughs> that's it. Before later getting sober, getting to the gym and committing to academic success. Sounds meaningful to me, Travis. Now, I've recently come to find out that this teacher is a friend of my current girlfriend's parents. We're both 18 years old, but now her parents are just 
doing about everything in their power to keep her from seeing me. She claims they were told about my drug usage and that they believe I'm a bad influence. I really like this girl, but I don't know what else to do. I've explained that I've been sober for months and that it was a childish mistake that I wish to move past, but they just won't listen. Should I wait in hopes that her parents have a sudden change of heart? I feel pretty betrayed and lost at the moment, so I would appreciate any advice and look forward to the jokes. Okay. I would personally kidnap your teacher and take them to a dimly lit basement, tie them up to a chair and um, slowly but surely get them addicted to heroin and then release them and um, see how they go on drugs. I'd, <laughs> I'd do that. That would, No, my advice would be one, to maybe report this teacher because that's uh, wildly inappropriate. Uh, and two, either not worry about the parents or not worry about the girl anymore, man. It's probably not worth getting into a serious relationship uh, with someone whose parents hates you anyway. Uh, or you're in high school, so it's not likely this is going to go, you know. You know, some people stay in high school relationships. It's true. But it's more often than not, this isn't going to last anyway, so you may as well kill it. Um, yeah, no, nah, if you're not able, if you feel like you're putting your grades at jeopardy or in jeopardy or something, don't report it now, but I'd for sure report it to somebody late, uh, later or now. It seems borderline illegal. I don't know. I don't know what law that would be under, but that doesn't seem okay. Um, I don't know, plant alcohol in your teacher's desk and say, oh, who's got the drinking problem now or some shit like that. That'd be funny. I don't know. Um, report it though, for sure. That's that's not okay. Where are we? How much time have we? Oh, killed it today. Um, you know what to do, everyone. Tell a friend to tell a friend. $100 is going to Movember in this month of November for every thousand plays. So hit that share button when you see, uh, you know, the... Instagram post, Facebook post, whatever. Follow us on Instagram, welcome to the potty. Facebook, welcome to the potty. Twitter, welcome potty. Uh, and YouTube, the potty. Uh, every thousand plays at the end of the month, $100 per thousand plays will go to Movember. So tell a friend to tell a friend. It's easier than donating. I'm not even asking you to donate. Welcome to the potty. We'll do the donating if you do the sharing. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Uh, well, make sure you buy that Bung Bung Coffee. Do Welcome to the potty. No, bungbungcoffee.com. Enter promo code P-O-D-D-Y for 15% off all orders. Love you guys. Don't forget to love yourselves. And as always, Bung Bung. Baby, welcome to... Baby, welcome to...